this Hockey Canada case. And we'll have a news conference today that we will carry live at 2 o'clock uh, from the London Police Services. And then after that, it's got a lot of waiting. There's going to be a lot of speculation. There might be a bit of a drip drip of information. But I wanted to know if you think this Hockey Canada case is about five individuals or about a culture. I know when I see something that happens in in the political world, and I'm like a politician gets into trouble, I'm like, no, there's really good people in politics. Don't just assume that because he did something or she did something that you're going to taint the whole industry. It happens in the media. Don't, somebody said this about COVID. Somebody said this about something else. Don't pin that on me. The media doesn't all operate from the same building. Neither do teachers, neither do police officers. And I would tell you the hockey community doesn't either. Gary Bettman was asked this by Robin Doolittle. It's a fun little interplay as well because uh, Robin's a, a bear in these news conferences, right? She cracked a lot of that Rob Ford case uh, before she got to the Globe and Mail. And she did ask. This was her seventh consecutive question to Gary Bettman at the press conference. So I had no problem. And she said it herself. She said, I had no problem with Bettman stopping me. I was going to keep asking him questions until he stopped me. But she asked him about the hockey culture, if you will. And this was that exchange. If you're having conversations in the fall. Are we, are we having a personal interview or are we going to open the floor to somebody else? Okay, I'll ask one more question and then we Thank can you. open the floor. Thanks. What kind of uh, conversations do you think should be happening within hockey households right now in the wake of what we've seen the last week? That, that is a great question. I think it's uh, important for people to understand that this is not... What happened, and I'll repeat the words, are abhorrent, disgusting, whatever you want to call it in terms of the allegations that have been made. This is not typical of NHL players. Uh, these players weren't uh, NHL players in the league playing games at the time this incident, alleged incident, took place. Uh, and we are committed, and we do this through programs that we administer for our players, whether it's the rookie orientation program, or the annual programs for education and counseling that we put on for our players. This is not representative of these allegations of what takes place in our game. Okay, now he says our game, but he did reference his league earlier. And I'm going to tell you he's right about his league. You're going to have a really tough time finding NHL players convicted of sexual assault. There have been domestic disputes. But I bet you there's domestic disputes in, like we said, in every single walk of life, in public life, in private business, in politics, with educa educators, with cops. You're going to have a really tough finding, tough time finding NHL players charged with a group slash gang sexual assault. And you're sure, you're sure going to have a tough time finding them convicted. But junior hockey sex scandal, Google that. You're going to find a lot of them. So I think this is an age thing. I think Bettman has a right to say, don't look at us. This is not happening in our league. This is not running rampant. This is not, there aren't a bunch of people who have had this happen that are afraid to come forward. This is happening at a younger age group. And maybe that's more concerning, but he's got every right to sort of put the, uh, you know, the iron dome, if you will, around the NHL and say, this is not who we are. He has every right to do that. I want to get your calls on this. Let's start with Kathy. Kathy, you're on, uh, of course, 640 Toronto, and you kick us off. Go right ahead. Hi, Greg. How are you? Great. Thank you. I really believe that this is a culture, um, whether it's the NHL, whether it's the junior hockey uh, league, I really believe that it's a culture. And you had said earlier that you would find it difficult to find 
NHL players that had been accused of sexual assault. Um, yes, you would find it difficult because how they come forward. And I just think it's, it's if this was five other individuals, this would be done and gone. They would be charged and it would be over. But the fact that the NHL paid the girl or the Hockey Canada paid the girl and the NHL hasn't done that. So it's a well, totally but, different organization. The NHL, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I am convinced that these teams, when they drafted these players, didn't know about these allegations. Now, they may have found out subsequently. I'm telling you, I found out about three months prior to this getting released publicly. Um, so the teams probably found out as well before they were the, the Hockey Canada thing got involved and it was found they paid the woman without even investigating the case, which I also think is wrong. Right. No, well, maybe I'm too cynical of the of the whole. No, no, no. Your opinion is a common one. And and I think thanks for the phone call. I'm going to tell you, I watched Jerry Seinfeld do an interview with a woman once about me, too. And he she said, what's wrong with the industry? And he said, like the as in the entertainment industry, and he said, it's not the industry. This is global. This is men and women. This is your workplace, your workplace of 20 people, your workplace of 2200 people. This is, but he said, I, I haven't seen it myself, but I'm not surprised that it happens, which means whatever he was doing on the Seinfeld set, whatever he was doing in his standup, he was doing the right things. We all have to go home at night, sleep on our pillow and tell ourselves that we're doing the right things. And, and, and we don't always, and we aren't always able to say that. So then what do we do to make it right? But there's a lot of good people in hockey going, I love, I love what I do. I know there's a bad culture around me, and I wish I could change it. So they tried to. Uh, John, you're on 640 Toronto on Toronto Today. You go right ahead. Hey, Brady, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I don't believe it's a hockey culture. We had this conversation at work, and I noticed with my colleagues, it's white. It's everything white that's the problem. And I kind of paused, and I looked at it, and goes, we can find, and you said this in your monologue, um, allegations of NFL, basketball, with rape, with beating of their spouses. I don't think it's a culture problem. I would agree it's an age problem. Obviously, there was liquor involved. There's a drinking problem. Yes, yes. And I just noticed that anything that's, quote-unquote, white-dominant, there's always a culture problem. And I would press people, what do you mean by culture? Because... I'm sure you and I have met a lot of parents. Hockey is a lot of sacrifice from a lot of parents. And it's, it's a very expensive sport to begin with. So I don't think the kids want to just throw that dream away on the expense of mom and dad working their butt off to get them no, through. At no, least and, and, and my first, John, I got two thoughts on, on the victims in the case. One A, one B, and one C is the alleged victim if something went wrong here. But two is every other player on this hockey team that isn't one of the five players charged today. They were thrown under the bus by Hockey Canada. They were absolutely convicted in the eye of public opinion. And think about them and their communities. With their, you, you mentioned the mom and dad that's taken them to the rink every day. When you hear sexual assault, 2018 World Junior Team, you live on the street and you think, Oh, th- that could be our neighbor's kid. What a horrific thing. And for two years, that hung over all of their heads. Oh, absolutely. Hey, I'm a teacher, man, so we get it always. Like, <laughs> 1% of us always gets crapped on, and it's like, 
guys, we're not that bad. We're human beings, and sometimes yeah, we make mistakes. And I don't think it's a culture. It's just you party a little too hard, you made a little mistake here and there. And yeah, I think, think this, but but the majorly. the accusation here is much more um, concerning than that. Um, but I appreciate the phone call and thanks very much. Thank you for teaching as well. That's the allegation. The data tells us more than 90% of players in the NHL are white. So your odds of an NHLer, and again, these guys weren't NHLers when this happened, your odds of a white player being accused of this is strong. There's 73% black players in the NBA. If an NBA player gets into trouble, there's a greater chance that they're black. This is just demographics. This is just, I'm not afraid to talk about this stuff because the numbers are the numbers. Data seems to rule the day. And it, it, data rules the day with me. It should rule the day with everybody. And it doesn't. And that's the problem uh, sometimes. Um, we asked last week even about the pronouns and the gender surgeries. And I'm like, uh, the, the, the argument on one side is here's data. Here are countries where they've stopped it. Here are nations where they are not quite sure it's working. And all you get on the other side is people calling each other uh, uh, bigots. And to me, that's just cowardly. Why don't you fight back with some data? Why don't you fight back with some logic instead of name calling? That sounds like bullying to me. Thought, thought you were against bullying. The tone in the city of London today. Two o'clock is the time for the news conference. We'll carry it live right here on 640 Toronto. They're on scene in London, uh, giving us a vibe in this early morning. Uh, London Police Services will host this news conference. Is Global News' Shalima Maharaj. Shalima, thank you very much for making the time. Absolutely not a problem. Yeah, what's any? Uh, there has to be a lot of buzz in London, and there has been for some time, obviously. One of the players uh, have turned himself in a couple weeks ago. Um, and London Police, this is the news conference that, that, uh, that they've obviously been ready for and planning for, knowing they're going to get a ton of questions today. Yeah, we learned about this news conference about a week and a half ago when word broke that there was going to be that period of time where the players were being asked to essentially turn themselves into London police. That has since happened. Charges have been laid. Sexual assault charges against all five players who were members of Canada's 2018 World Junior Team. Uh, an additional sexual assault charge uh, against one of the mm-hmm. players. Uh, as well, too. So we we have a number of things that are going to need to be unpacked here, not only by the police, but also uh, in the court where this case is making its first appearance. And I can tell you that just looking around me outside of the courthouse, we already have media lined up camera to camera to camera. We have photographers. We have print reporters. This has been a case that's been covered right across the country, uh, one that has prompted a lot of change as well and a lot of uh, talk and discussion. And um, and certainly it's been covered at length internationally. So we are expecting that by the time the proceedings get underway in a couple of hours here, that we are going to see quite a packed courthouse. And then the London Police Conference, that's taking place at 2 o'clock. And that's the one that viewers and listeners are going to be wanting to pay close attention to because the big question for London Police right now is really what prompted these charges yeah. now? Yeah, I think that's before you go, I think that'll be one of the key questions I'm sure someone will address early is what has changed between the first investigation, uh, which closed up in 2019. And when they reopen the case, what new evidence do they have? How many more people have come? And they'll be cagey about that. But but it's a question that obviously has to be asked. Absolutely. And and one of the other points that people have been making throughout the coverage of this investigation or the coverage of these charges being laid is, you know, how much did the civil suit that was launched by the victim who is only being identified right now as EM in documents, 
you know, how much did that play into what we are seeing right now uh, in terms of these charges being laid? So we are going to be able to speak to the investigator and no doubt the investigator will be pressed on that detail because, like you mentioned, there was an initial investigation into this, but that was closed a short time later. And so now we are here about almost six years after the incident is alleged to have occurred in the city of yeah. London. And so the big question is, what has happened to warrant these charges being laid against these five players, four who most recently played in the NHL, one obviously Alex Fermentin, who played overseas? Shalima, we'll be watching for your report later on tonight. Thanks very much for doing this for us uh, today. You're very welcome. That's Shalima Maharaj. She's uh, in London for Global News. We'll keep you posted all morning long if there's more developments. And, of course, carry that news conference live. You can stream it uh, where you stream, 640 Toronto on your smart speaker or elsewhere, um, or, of course, at 640toronto.com. Back to the phones we go. We asked you a question whether this is about individual accountability for these five players or whether there is something more in hockey culture. Gary Bettman kind of defended the NHL, and he's going to have his detractors, and he's going to have people criticizing him. But he's right. There is not a ton of precedent for a case like this, nor should there be, clearly. If, if too many of these things, Gary Bettman's been the commissioner 30 years. You can't survive one of these things every two or three years. But as he pointed out, none of this had taken place when these players were NHL players. I don't doubt the teams got knowledge of it and have been sitting on this for a while. But are we still a society where you're innocent until proven guilty? Uh, uh, that's why we've got this news conference today. Ryan, let me get to you. I appreciate you holding. You're on 640 Toronto. Toronto Today, go right ahead. Uh, you're welcome, Greg. Sure. Listen, th- this is a tough conversation for me and discussion because it's really sad what happened in 2018 with this you know, this report that came out and the Hockey Canada, the executives paying these five players off with my registration money indirectly. Um, I-, I coach both of my uh, sons in hockey and uh i'll tell you right now we, we, we they're both in rep and and i gotta tell you i mean this is not cultural canada hockey is so strategic in its education okay when you're talking about inclusivity diversity all parents have to take mandatory courses for gender identity and expression for respect in sport just to allow their children to participate in the sport and that's through OMHA and, and the different associations that fall underneath the Hockey Canada umbrella. And I can tell you that I have my kids that play other sports, soccer and baseball, and I can tell you there is none of that. So don't tell me. These people, there are always going to be people that are going to want to generalize and want to make this a, a hockey cultural issue. But these are the people that typically have no idea of what it's like. They have never been involved in hockey. They don't see the good work that parents volunteers, coaches, okay, are all doing at the grassroots level. And that's shame on them. Well, I'll tell you, before you go, I will make the point that I watched the documentary probably a year ago, and and my wife's done, my wife's a sports writer, so she's done a lot of coverage on this issue. Canadian gymnast, Ryan, it, it, it is a mat. It, it doesn't get the attention the same way, but we're, t- and we're, guess what? We're talking instead of like, you know, 21 or at this point, 18, 19 year old young men, we're talking about married men with kids who are abusing gymnasts, either sexually or via, um, or via other means. Like you need to lose weight or shoving you around. And there's a, there's a group, they've been trying to get Sport Canada to look into gymnastics. There's 500 current retired gymnasts calling on Sport Canada for an independent investigation into their sport for months. It's getting nowhere. So to your point, 
This gets a ton more attention than gymnastics or swimming or other individual sports where there's tons of abuse and tons of arrests should have been made. Yeah, that's a great point, Greg. I mean, this is Canada and this is hockey, so it's going to get the most attention. It's the most yeah. popular sport in this country to this day. And absolutely, listen, this is about humanity. Nobody is ever going to condone this type of behavior. The executives yeah. of Hockey Canada, who, who used to be the executive at the time, who's no longer, they need justice needs to be met, it needs to be served, and it needs to be acted upon. Yeah, well, but, that's, thank you for the phone call. Um, but, and that's, the, that's what I'm saying. If I'm a player on this team, and, and if I say, hey, my mom and dad raised me the right way, I treat people properly, of course you're going to step in it once in a while. But this, not in a million years. And you tell me, if you tell me that, uh, that I... I didn't even know about the allegations. And this woman went to Hockey Canada and they said, hey, sorry about the behavior of our team. And you paid her and and you just let me hang there as a potential suspect. I should be suing you. I, I did nothing wrong. I should get my name cleared. And finally, when these five players got put their names put out there, it cleared 15, 16, 17 other names who had zero to do with this, who, who engaged in no troubling behavior but who were held up as a potential perpetrator of this heinous act for two years. It's gross what Hockey Canada did. Let's be honest about that.